All right, so I'm going to read y'all one of my picks that I put on the fantasy team right now. I got Drew Bees as my quarterback. LaShawn McCoy is my running back. Jay Ajay, my running back. Amari Cooper. I also got Allen Robinson with the Chicago Bears. Um, I got Kelsey. I also got Marquise Goodwin from the 49ers with the Ravens defense. And my Robbie Gould um, for the 49ers kicker. But I also have my secondary benches. Garoppolo, Groff, um, Jordy Nelson for my wide receiver. Um, I also got Mohamed Sanu um, as well. So we'll see how well that pick goes. I could be winging it there. <laughs> and what's up? I appreciate you uh, sending me your picks for your fantasy. Um, the only problem I have is it looks like you need to pick up another running back because LaShawn McCoy, as much of a baller he is, and I love that guy over the last couple of years, he's been killing it. He's in some legal troubles, and I don't know if he's going to be able to get out of it before the season starts. It may run into you know, a little bit farther into the season, or he may not get to play at all. Um, now, Allen Robinson, that's a good pickup, even though I hate the fucking Bears because I think he's going to be their number one guy. But honest to God, I like Marquise Goodwin over him any day. I had him last year, and he was just killing for me. Also, I wouldn't plug in Jordy Nelson just yet. I'd give him a week or two and just see how good their connection is with him and Derek Carr, especially since we have Amari Cooper already, and that's going to be opposite side of him. So I actually may open up a bunch of points for either Jordy Nelson or Amari Cooper having that you know, opposite of each other. So, But I like all these other picks. Drew Brees and Kelsey is killer. So appreciate you calling, man. Keep calling in. Welcome to another edition of Heat of Waves. It's your boy Jay Bones. Here with my two good co-hosts, my baby brother, Mr. Jay Mack. How you doing, Jay Mack? Doing well, big brother. How about Mr. you? I'm um, doing fine. Mr. Brad Stone, how you doing, my friend? I'm always doing good over here. Can you hear me now? Loud and clear. Yes. So we want to do a little bit of fantasy football talk and maybe... Uh, get some top rankings, maybe have a bit of a disagreement or a bit of a debate on who might be better. Um, top sleeper. Help you out before your draft coming up in the next week or two. So, uh, Mr. Bradstone, you want to start us out? Yeah, I'm actually going to start off uh, on this day in sports history. Just one real quick one. New segment I've started off here. Uh, 1993, Nolan Ryan gets his 324th and final victory, beating the Indians 4-1. to 324, god damn. And his final victory in 1993. But, um, I'm going to move right along. Does anybody have any huge top sleepers at maybe quarterback position we need to help somebody out with? Well, I don't know if you call him a sleeper. I think quarterback is probably the deepest position. It's, um, if you don't get maybe Rodgers then everybody else kind of equal. You can just pick up somebody each week or maybe uh, see who's got a nice schedule coming up. Um, I think Deshaun Watson, I've been real high on him. I know he's coming off of an injury, but he's ranked sixth in the ESPN rankings. And I think um, if, if he's healthy, if he's healthy, I think he's going to be a top three quarterback. So. What? I mean, he's got it all. He's got the arm. He's got the legs. Well, again, coming off a knee injury, so we'll see. But Yeah, that's I mean, always Ad scary. Well, I was thinking Adrian Peterson, like, 
the technology these days is crazy. He was back in under a year just destroying people. So Watson seems like, uh, I don't know, he's he's always had the high praise from his coach in college and um, even into the pros, he was lighting it up as a rookie. So I think uh, come back strong and look for him to be a top three guy. Hey, I mean, I'm not doubting any of his skill set. He was really good until he got hurt. He would have been a surprise, you guys, with one. Or maybe it won't be a surprise. I don't know. But uh, Patrick Mahomes is one of my I knew you were going there. Well, I got two more after that, locked and loaded. I think the first game, I don't remember if it's at home or at kind of, you know, be okay that first game, but then he'll really start to get into his, you know, his rhythm and stuff like that, second, third game. And mark my words, he'll be a really good rookie this year. Well, he's uh, playing an Andy Reid offense, so that's uh, always – a plus Andy Reid quarterbacks are like historically like top 10 quarterbacks I think year in and year out even um, Donovan McNabb to Alex Smith or whatever did you have any uh, J-Mac that you uh... well the the first guy that I right we'll see that that's kind of what I was going to say I, this guy isn't really a sleeper in my opinion but I think he should get a little bit more attention this year than he has in the years previous and I'm not saying that he's not been looked at he's one of the most popular quarterbacks in the league but uh, hear me out on this. Matt Ryan. I, I think he'll be, it'll be worth it to select him early in the draft uh, as opposed to if, if some of you are out there that wait to do your quarterback until the end or, you know, the later rounds or anything, I think it'd be a good move to jump on Matt Ryan. Um, uh, he had a new offensive coordinator last year, so that's always, you know, I mean, it, it's tough to, tough to do with new offensive coordinators and stuff like that. Should be learning it. True, true. Uh, also, they had a first-round pick and a wide receiver in Calvin Ridley. Uh, so yep. adding him to the mix with Alabama the, boy with Julio Jones is going to do nothing but help him. And last year he had kind of a down year. So uh, stats show it says in 2016 uh, he completed 373, uh, 373 passes for just under 5,000 yards and 38 touchdowns. Um, so uh, I would – be looking for him to kind of get more towards that again this year. His numbers were a little bit down last year, um, but uh, he, I think he's going to be a very, very high or a very sought-after quarterback this year. Uh, everybody's always going after, you know, the, the big top-name guys, and yeah, I, I don't blame him, but uh, it wouldn't be a bad idea, I think, to sink a few extra dollars into Matt Ryan this year. Just like their team did when they gave him that monster contract. It, exactly. I think, I think they... Uh, I mean, obviously, have faith in him, but there's a method to their madness. I'm pretty sure. Mr. J Bones, you got another cornerback, uh, or do you just have one? Maybe deep league sleepers don't matter. Mm, okay. Uh, I loved your first pick, but it's just I hope he can stay healthy because he is a really good quarterback. I see why you got your eye on him. I've got two guys, kind of. Um, I think Andrew Luck is kind of in the same. I was going to talk Watson. about Luck as well. Coming off of a well, coming off kind of two years of injuries, he set out all of last year, did he not? Yes, sir. Um, I think if he's healthy, if he actually is healthy, he's another guy that could be a top, you know, top five fantasy quarterback. Um, again, it's just all depending on health. Um, and the other guy is uh, Matthew Stafford. He's a perennial under the radar. Yard putter upper yeah i guess he doesn't have calvin johnson to throw to anymore but he still seems to get it done and uh if you need a 
maybe a guy you can plug in here and there. Right, keep an eye on him with the, with the right matchups. Well, uh, I think I want to move on. Well, I guess I I got two more that I could talk about. One was Eli Manning. If you're in a really yep. deep league, if you're in a really deep league, he's well. Just think about it. Listen to this. One, you have Saquon Barkley, which I think is just the absolute best player in the whole draft this year. He's a monster at like what six two or six one. He's like two thirty five, just strong as shit. You should see that guy's legs, man. Jeez. But I uh, say he's a better prospect than Leonard Fournette and Ezekiel Elliott. Right. Who, who right. both ran for like sixteen hundred yards as rookies? Yeah, I mean he's he's. It's but not they terrible. also have they also have Odell Beckham Jr. They have uh, Sterling Shepard. They have that what Evan Ingram or whatever his name is of their uh, tight end that, that had a bunch of catches last year. So I just think that you have all that offense. You're gonna he's gonna put up a lot of points under the radar. Under the, boom, they're they're, they're gonna use him too. I mean the right. Saquon, like he's Saquon's gonna get he's, a lot of time. He was drafted second overall. Like he's he's gonna he's be their number one. Yeah, they've got him projected to go eleven hundred and thirty three rushing yards for seven touchdowns and five hundred and thirty three receiving yards for three touchdowns. Yeah, he'll be fun to watch. They need all the help they can get right now too, especially with Odell coming off of that gross injury last year. Who knows if that'll take a step from him or not? Right, but I think he'll be fine. I'm sure he will. They've got the best of everything to to rehab and fix and all that, but that was a fucking gross break. Right. All right, let's move on to running backs. Anybody want to take a stab at a, a good a good one or under the radar? You know, um, well, running back is the most important position, so if you've got the top pick or a top pick, I'm definitely going with Le'Veon Bell oh, yeah. first off the board. He's um, probably in his last year in Pittsburgh, and I think they're going to run him into the ground. They've got a big offense in Pittsburgh, so he's a proven, consistent. Um, he's he's the best guy um, in my eyes. I'd take him first. Um, maybe a deeper sleeper. Um, the number 10 guy here ranked in ESPN is Leonard Fournette, and that's another guy that I think uh, – Plays in an offense in Jacksonville where he's going to be the main guy. Uh, yeah. Ran for a, a thousand yards last year, um, nine touchdowns. I so, had him in a couple of leagues last year, and it was very nice having him on the team. Yeah, coming back uh, for a second year, I think uh, if you can get him, he's a, a tenth. I think uh, it's a bit no sophomore slump. Low. I think he should be a bit bit higher on that list. Uh, could be it happens to a lot of people, but I think uh, this guy is a prime candidate for another thousand yard season. Oh, easily, he's a baller. I just wish they could get their quarterback's ass in gear and him figure out what you know to be a little more accurate. That's my only problem with Jacksonville. So, J Mac. Uh, yeah, one of the guys that I want to talk about that I think is going to kind of <clears throat> be overlooked a little bit this year, Jarek McKinnon. Uh, yeah. he he went to San Francisco. Uh, he's got a, that whole thing. Uh, he's got a change of scenery. Um, he's uh, I'm I'm reading uh, coach Coach Shanahan said that he's going to line him up as a wideout as well. So he's gonna he's gonna see a lot of playing time. He's gonna get that dude is extremely explosive. He's got all the skills and all everything to do it. He might have just needed to change the scenery, and that's what he got. So we'll see. He might he might be somebody to keep an eye on at least. Um, oh yeah. I mean, and like I said, he was impressive last year, in my opinion. And when I was 
going back to that, what was weird about that is the whole situation of him going to San Francisco. Just a little side note is that they had Carlos Hyde. He's a 900 to 1,000 yard running back the last right. couple of years. And they let him walk, but then they signed Jarek McKinnon from Minnesota. Right. Like, you just exchanged the same player. Maybe it was something in the locker room. Yeah, true. Well, a guy I want to talk about that's kind of a sleeper, and he's a cu- up-and-coming guy that I have kind of I, – I, I like him. I like his skill set. Christian McCaffrey from the Panthers. His dad was a pro, too. Was he? I didn't know that. Yeah. Ed, Ed McCaffrey is a wide receiver for oh. the Broncos forever. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that was his dad. Yeah. But he had a pretty strong rookie year. and Yeah, he did. It's the only thing that I have problems with. I mean, he's going to be a PPR machine. Because he catches out of the backfield, but the thing is, is oh Cam Newton, oh Scam Newton, he's going to take away a lot of his goal line touchdowns. Hey, man, as long as the ball gets past the line, I don't give a shit who it, who does it. Well, I'm just saying it's taken away from Christian McCaffrey's yeah. points total. <laughs> if he's on your fantasy team, oh you I do, but from <laughs> like a coach's point of view, like from Cam Newton's point of view, he doesn't give a fuck if if Ed McCaffrey get, or I'm sorry, uh, Christian McCaffrey puts up a lot of fantasy points. He wants to put up points on the board. Oh, right. All right, Mr. J. Bones, you got another running back? I was wondering, actually, did you have anybody that you would think to avoid? Any um, stayaways? Uh, at what position? Got, at running back. Got me on the spot on that one. Mm. But, Marshawn. <laughs> hey, he had a pretty – not a bad season last year. Jay Ajay. I, I'm going to go ahead and jump out and say Jay Ajay. I – Everybody went fucking head over hills for him in his first season because he had those big games. I don't think much of JHI. I don't see what anybody saw on him. Yeah, I agree with you there. I was going to go with Jordan Howard. Um, I think uh, the new offense in Chicago is going to be more pass-focused, and uh, he's not going to get nearly the touches that he has gotten over the last couple couple of years. Uh, someone to avoid. I would have to. I, I think that's funny. The Marshawn last night. Uh, <laughs> He's I a fucking abomination last year. But a guy I would pick overall number one, or in first round running back, Todd Gurley. That's what he I does, was gonna say. He does everything for the Rams. My yep. good. I had He's him on three different count. teams last year, and that motherfucker made my season. Well, he had 788 receiving yards and six touchdowns as a running back. Just that alone. He was an absolute yeah. monster all all season long. He had like two games that he didn't do that great. But, God, I was so – he's I, – I mean, not that it really matters, but he was going to be my first overall pick if I had a chance with a lot of – like with – I'm on, I think, four different teams this year. So <laughs> I've, I've got a lot, of, a lot of different routes to travel. I'm going to try some shit this year. But uh, – yeah, no, I have very, very high hopes for Mr. Gurley. Oh, yeah, 13 rushing touchdowns last year, 1,300 rushing yards, like 21 all-purpose yards. Yeah, he was so much fun to watch play. And almost 20 touchdowns. And they That's took him out of some of the games later in the season because he had already fucking put up all of his numbers by halftime. Right, they're like, yeah, you're good. Just well, rest. Yeah, he's all right. Over. Don't get him hurt. Six 100 rushing yard games last year. I couldn't agree more. Well, the one guy for me is a rookie, uh, Nick Chubb in Cleveland. I don't know if he's going to get a shot. I think, uh, yeah, they, um, who did they sign? Uh, 
Carlos Hyde. Yeah, Carlos Hyde. And they also have Duke Johnson as well. So he's kind of the third man in a crowded backfield. But he was uh, – he put up – had quite a career at the University of Georgia. And um, they say he's going to compete for um, first down carries. So I think uh, a few big runs and he could easily take over that backfield. Yep. It doesn't take much. A, a flyer on, on a late-round pick. But keep an eye on Nick Chubb. I agree. How about uh, wide receivers? Um, do you want to go or you want me to? So, who's your, who's your top guy? My top Antonio guy? Brown again. Is it pretty unanimous? He's the number one. Me? Yep. Antonio uh, Brown. Or even Julio. Hey, Matt. My first round pick for a while. My, top my top wide, wide receivers. receivers. No, I don't think you're going to find anybody that's not going to agree with Antonio Brown. So, I mean, obviously, he, he's one of the best. And I'd like to see what uh, Odell does when he comes back. Like I said, he's coming off of that injury. And Mr. Mr. Bradstone doesn't seem to think it'll affect him too much. And, I mean, who knows? It may, it may not. But I definitely see him going in the first round. He always does. Um, and people usually, I mean, in uh, money leagues or whatever, people usually pay a pretty penny for him. Um, there's... Oh, there's a lot of elites out there. I mean, one guy that I think is going to be a <laughs> kind of like a sleeper type guy is going to be Will Fuller. Uh, I think that he's going to have – he is. I think he's going to have a fantastic He's in Houston, year. right? Yeah. Yeah, getting balls from Deshaun Watson. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just like DeAndre Hopkins is the number one guy in Houston. He's, right. um, he's out of the five, the five ESPN fantasy gurus, um, four out of the five – have him ranked as the number two uh, wide receiver. Uh, and the fifth guy has him ranked number two. I was going to say, he's a fantastic so choice as well, especially with Will yeah. Fuller coming up like he's going to this year because that's going to open up his just game the a lot. Targets he gets. Mm-hmm. 176 targets last right. year. That's ridiculous. Um, put up almost 1,400 yards and 13 <laughs> touchdowns. That's, yeah, 100 yards and a touchdown nearly every week. Right. And it's crazy because we overlook him, right? Because he's down there in Houston and no one really talks about Houston, especially last year after Deshaun Watson went down. Brandon Cooks is going to have a good year, I think, as well. Brad Stone's favorite, Adam Thielen, is going to go oh, for a big one up there in Minnesota. I guarantee Devontae Adams does. Well, Brandon Cooks went to the Rams. You guys realize that, right? Yeah. So, I mean, he's going to have a total change of scenery. He's going to go off this year. So I think fast. that opens up a spot for Chris Hogan in New England as well. ESPN's got him as the 25th wide receiver. That, that's a good and, sleeper um, right there, Chris Hogan. He's that's because he could be the number one guy for Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, he has got to be because Amendola uh, spent four games. Mm, nope. Keep an eye on Chris Hogan. Yeah, I thought about him. I think Golden Tate as well, the number one guy in Detroit. Like Matthew Stafford's always getting his stats. He's got to throw it to somebody. Golden Tate's ranked 19th in the. Nope. Kind of uh, wide receivers really deep as well. It's sort of like right. quarterback. Got to watch you out for Josh Gordon. Get three good too. ones on every team. If he gets to play, if he gets out of rehab, fucking idiot. yeah. Josh Gordon hadn't played a full season since his rookie year in like 2012 or something like that. Yep, that so just means he's I, healthy. I wouldn't go too high on him. Well, sure, but Not that mentally. means he can't stay on the field yeah. as well. Well, he didn't have a chance to play. He got suspended or whatever. So I mean, now that he's eligible to play again. So, what about Sterling Shepard as a nice sleeper uh, wide receiver? 
Oh yeah, for the Giants. Mm-hmm. Especially with their with Saquon coming in and Odell coming back, they'll have a lot more firepower. So he'll 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 see a lot more balls as well. I would think. How about a guy in Oakland, Jordy Nelson? He's ranked forty forty eighth. I think that's a bit low. Right, you're not expecting much out of him, huh? Well, that's because he's got Derek Carr to downgrade from Aaron Rodgers. I think is the only reason. Derek Carr might be well, asleep he's thir- this year. Thirty three years old now. True. Maybe he might be a bit past it. He's still fast though. He might be a low yards but high touchdown sort of guy, red zone target sort. PPR guy too. He catches everything that does come at him. What about um, does Des Bryant have a home yet? No, he was actually meeting Not with yet. the Browns today. That'll be interesting. Could Des Bryant get drafted and not even still be a free agent, but he's getting drafted in fantasy leagues? Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> People did that with Josh Gordon when he was coming back. I got Josh Gordon two or three weeks before he came back. He didn't do a whole lot, but I figured he might be at least some trade value. What's I was going to pick him, I was I gonna pick him up. Smart move. Just because you don't need somebody doesn't mean you shouldn't pick him up. So do we want to move on to tight ends? Uh, who we got number one? Is it ESPN's got Gronkowski, but I have a hard time putting him as number one. Yeah, the guy can't stay healthy. You're not getting a full season if you draft Gronk. That's why I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey as my number one. The dude is proven. He always um, he's like the number one target there in Kansas City. Again, I said it for the third time. Andy Reid offense. Um, good went for a thousand yards and eight touchdowns last year. It's uh, going to be a lot of the same in my opinion yep um i got a top sleeper and i've look he plays for the cleveland browns but that's kind of why he's a sleeper because nobody cares about that but uh david in in joku yeah i was gonna talk about him too you're good yeah he plays 48 percent of snaps on offense for one and he's a huge target and he actually has great hands and speed and he's a great blocker and not a lot of people know about him because he plays in cleveland Mark my words, there's a guy. Got to get you touchdowns. I think a, Red zone. I think a guy, if you want to talk about sleepers, maybe Jordan Reed, they've got him ranked 10th. And he's he a guy that uh, can't stay healthy. But when he is on the field, he's a wrecking ball. He's a five talent. So, um, I want to talk about uh, Trey Burton. He's a tight end for Chicago. Uh, last year, he only received 23 passes. Five of them were touchdowns. So like he that. he gets the rock and he puts it in there. Uh, his career, he's got 63 receptions for 629 yards, so he averages a first down per catch. And like I said, he had five touchdowns last year on 23 receptions. And it was 200, 250 yards as well on those 23 receptions. So once again, that's a first down per carry or per catch. Nice. So like he – he, he might be somebody to be worth looking for. He's been in the league for five years, uh, but he's still only 26 years old, so he's got a lot of life left in him. Not the biggest guy in the world. I think another guy another guy to keep an eye on, um, Brad Stone will like this, Jimmy Graham in, yeah. in Green Bay. He led the league last year. Aaron, Aaron, yeah, he had 10. That's, uh, and that was with uh, Russell Wilson, Seattle. Russell Hustle and Russell Bustle. Love Muscle. We're talking, Russell now we're moving on to Aaron Rodgers with Jimmy Graham. Oh, that's a lot of upside. And it said, I read an article that said they were clicking real good in practice. I bet he has another 10. 
Yeah, ESPN's got him ranked eighth for tight ends, and I think uh, he's got size. Leapfrog quite a few of these guys in front of him. Kyle Rudolph, Evan Ingram, Delaney Walker, Greg Olson, Zach Ertz, Kelsey, and Gronk. What about that's respectable? What about OJ Howard, tight end for Tampa Tampa Bay? Well, he was stuck behind uh, Austin Safarius Jenkins, wasn't he? Yeah, but he got traded. Yeah, to the Jags. That was one of my top sleepers so, for somebody. Um, New team, pass heavy, and they got no receivers. The, so his last year was his rookie year. He had 26 receptions for 432 yards and six Damn. touchdowns. Damn. So I mean, that's <laughs> that's quite respective. Uh, he's six foot six, 250 pounds too. So he's got size. Uh, he was a first rounder in 2017. All the all the signs are there, so maybe maybe look for him to really bust out this year without Safari and Jenkins in front of him. That might be a really good sleeper to get it tied in. You could probably get him really cheap, right? But yeah, I was gonna say, like I said, Austin Safarius Jenkins over in the Jags, man. Right. I think he's a good sleeper. But if we had to pick a guy overall number one, if you have to pick a tight end, who are you picking? You're taking Gronk, even though he only gives you about 12, 13 games a I season. I won't. If I, did, if I did draft Gronk, it would be for trade value, basically. I would pick him, and then I would pick a guy like O.J. Howard as well and then use him as trade value or something along those lines. People underestimate the freaking – especially if you think that somebody like Gronk isn't going to stay healthy the entire season. Hey, it might come back and bite you in the ass harder than ever. And he's probably going to do well whenever he plays against you. That's just kind of how shit works whenever you trade somebody and stuff like that. But it's not a bad idea to have chips to trade. Very true. But uh, those are all a lot of sleepers, deep leaguers, uh, our picks who we thought would be great picks or even you know just sneaky picks. Uh, if you got any questions, call into the show, and we'll do our best to uh, answer them. I'm Mr. Bradstone a.k.a. Mr. Bradley, and I'm also with my two great co-hosts, one's from Down Under, Mr. Jay Bones. Thanks for coming on and giving us your great insight, as always. Thanks, boys. Always fun. And uh, thank you, Mr. Jay Mack, for uh, always arguing with your brother and well, uh, keeping it real. My specialty. <laughs> yeah, but for your, uh, for your good old sports knowledge, man. Appreciate it. Uh, always, always, always a blast to be on, even though I can't speak properly sometimes. But I also want to throw in here real quick that uh, we too are taking um, donations on our uh, our deal, and you can be a subscriber for a dollar a month, five dollars a month, or ten dollars a month. And like I said, you guys can donate whatever to help our podcast out. That would be greatly appreciated. Let's go. Help us out so we can help y'all out. Right. I would follow us on would, Twitter at Heated Waves with a Z. I'm not, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I would gladly say that if any money that we get on there, we could definitely use some of that to s- send back out your way. So what goes around comes around. Damn right. Good shit, bro. And uh, another good podcast. I think we're almost up to 80 episodes. So awesome. We're doing something good. And uh, almost 2,100 listens. 28 plays. I just read it earlier. 28 plays per episode. So thank you all for listening, too. Yeah, thank you. Was it for y'all? We wouldn't be possible. Well, we still would. We just wouldn't have people listen to our bullshit <laughs> be, about sports. <laughs> be, be a lot less worth it. Right. So uh, this is uh, Heated Waves, and uh, we're out. See you guys. <laughs>